Josh called me, made a decision he's not coming. I don't, I don't deal with New England. I don't, I have no idea what they're thinking. People make decisions. People tell people no every day. They tell people no every day. And that's his prerogative and that's his choice. And he, he chose the path, he chose not to be an Indianapolis Colt. That's okay, we'll move forward. Another episode of Title Town. How are you today, Craig? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Back- Sorry we're late, everybody. Yeah, I was <laughs> traveling. <laughs> Shocking. What do they call I it? Know. Getaway day. That's what they call yeah. it in baseball, right? Yep. Got to give them a day between. Yeah, buffer. We're here now. You went no buffer, though. Travel day right back to work. Right to work. Right here tonight, yeah, too. Yeah, boom. So right this is Tuesday, because you guys have no idea. Did you we'll get the, the Doug Marabelli police escort from, the, <laughs> from Logan to here? <laughs> Almost. I did trail a cop car on the way up the pike. Nice. Cleared the traffic right out. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, well, you look great. You look uh, refreshed. Thank you. Bronzed. Oh, yeah, naturally. Like the type of person that just got back from a, a, a really long time on an island. <laughs> Two islands. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. Uh, anyways, yes, Town Sports Podcast. Welcome to it. This is our, what do you want to call it, our season in review, Patriots v- the wrap up. Yeah, I like to call it an intermediary week. Oh, what are we intermediating between? Well, we're intermediating between the Patriots, which we've been covering. For sure. We got some leftovers, leftover takes on that. Yeah, I have some leftover anger to work through. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then kind of our format going forward. Yeah. Where we are aware that there are other sports mm-hmm. that happen and Boston titles don't just come from the Patriots. That's true. <laughs> Clearly after this Super Bowl. Yeah. Thank God for it. For sure. Uh, so we're going to talk more about those teams in fact, you could forward. say exclusively about those teams. Yeah, it'd be weird if we talked about like OTAs. Yeah, not, you know, <laughs> if you haven't picked up from this long of listening to our show, we're not exactly uh, on the day-to-day grind of the Patriots. <laughs> not in the locker room yeah. covering the beat. Anytime that there's like one of those big foamy blocking machines involved and not like an opposing player, I'm out. Yeah, I don't <laughs> there's no to reason. talk there's about no that. Reason to talk I'm about not going to learn those people's names. They're not going to be around in September. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Right. So we'll talk about some other blocks of foam. Yeah, we'll get you. Uh, we'll get you some <laughs> Bruins talk, some Celtics talk. Yeah. Uh, that's all starting next week. Yeah. Until then, let's work. Let's let's talk about our feelings. Work through our feelings. You got any? You got any leftover Super Bowl takes? Um. Or just Patriots takes in general, not necessarily the Super Bowl. You know, I think my feeling a week out now, mm-hmm. not having been in New England, in case I didn't mention that yep. I haven't been here. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it. Gave me some time to process. And it's hard to say this, but it feels like the season was a disappointment. Oh, God. Yeah, of course. But that's that's where we are. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the most like first world problem kind of complaint about a sports team is like, oh, boo hoo. My team didn't win the championship. Like, Mm -hmm. but because they should have. Yeah. I feel that same way. And I thought, you know, I'd be over it. I'm not. I'm not over it. And if I see that goddamn fucking meme of Tom Brady sitting on the ground one more time, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose it. I'm yeah. gonna like light a computer on fire. Or, something. or the, yeah, the uh, the one that's bugging me is the is the Brady not being able to catch the ball. Oh, the like, look back over the shoulder. Around. God damn it! <laughs> like as if that was a pivotal play in the game. That was like the end of the first <laughs> half. Big deal. It was third down. Like they it was went a for it after that. Call. 
stupid call. I get it. It's a good image. All right. It's a good <laughs> yeah, image. Yeah, you hate the Patriots. Patriots literally and figuratively dropped the ball. Yeah. We get it. Very good, Internet. <laughs> Tom, Bravo. Tom Brady dropped the ball. <laughs> That's what we've taken. I'm away still mad this. at Danny Amendola for the throw. I think it was a stupid throw. Mm. If you watch the. So I watched real quick, just real quick. If you watch. There was this video that got posted somewhere. I wish I could credit the account that posted it, but I don't remember. Nobody of cares. just every non-quarterback thrown, I think it was just touchdowns, of the 2017 season. Yeah. So every every weird like direct snap, the guy throws the ball type of thing, like just back to back to back to back to back. Every single pass is hits the quarterback like... In the stomach. Right in the gut. Yeah. Like just right in the gut. And that's what the Foles pass was. It was yeah. just like, oh, boop, yeah. right in the chest. He couldn't have missed it. It's Can backyard. Of Can of corn. Yeah. <laughs> Playing football with your dad. Totally. Like, it's, totally. Mm. it's like catching a baby. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> just <laughs> bring it right into the Take chest. Take it in. Take it in. You don't want it on the fingertips. Yeah. yeah. And fucking Danny Amendola tries to lead Tom Brady like in stride, like as if. Yeah. Like he know, knows what he's doing. Whatever. So you're, are what, where would you, what, what feeling are you feeling? Are you sad? Are disappointed. You angry? Disappointed. Okay. I feel disappointed. Why do you think that You know is? what? That's worse than being angry. Mm. Because they could have done better. They should have done more. They are the team now that was arrogant and cocky and that we used to make fun of when we beat them. Yeah. It harkened me back to the first Super Bowl win against the Rams in 2001, for those of you that remember, where they were the greatest show on turf. And it was like a foregone conclusion that the Patriots were just there to lose to the Rams. And the Patriots won. And it was this whole like, oh, my God, and you right? had- our first Super Bowl win. Fucking now we're that team. We're right. that greatest show on turf, cocky, arrogant. Oh, for sure. <sighs> Slated for the win before we play team. Yeah, it's the, it's the, I really think that this was a weird year for the Pats in general, particularly like the second half. Mm. Just so many uh, atypical things happened, all sort of stemming from that Wickersham story of talking about all the different power struggles internally. Also something that was weird, like, I think it's a little strange that Tom Brady put out a documentary and also Bill Belichick put out a documentary yeah. all like the during the of. playoffs. You've got Patricia signing with the Lions the week of the Super Bowl. McDaniels presumably going to the Colts and then deciding not to all like during the the biggest game of yeah. the fucking year. Talk about distractions. All sorts of bullshit swirling around. Like really, really unusual behavior for the Patriots to have all that nonsense. You know what pissed me off recently? Yeah, what? Is that, so I don't know if you've been watching these Tom versus Time things. No. They've been pretty good. It's a little bit of a sales pitch I can't get for all the TB12 it. stuff. Yeah. It, there is some like cool, I could watch like Tom Brady like talk about film, like like watching game film. Like I could just like do, I could watch him do that and be like fascinated. There is parts of it that are good, like legit. Okay. I'll try to I'd get I'd recommend some it. They're 15 minute little bangers. Okay. All right. Watch it on my drive. I'll to just work go tomorrow. fuck myself. <laughs> yeah, then. Well, you don't have a job. You got time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not that much time. Just blank anyways. open space is a time. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> there was five of them. There was supposed to be six, and the director or whatever, like, and they were like on like regular schedules. There was like every three days or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then the sixth one was like presuming they won the Super Bowl, and now they're doing like all these like I don't know if they're reshoots or whatever, but they're like they didn't release it because they just assumed they would win. And now the the, the director had a quote that was like. Yeah, we got to like take another look at this final episode. You know, we all thought that they would win. And they didn't. <gasps> Which is like, no, I didn't hear that. The arrogance. Oh my God. Like, we all know about the arrogance from the head coach to not play his second best corner yeah, yeah, and we, one of his better defensive players. Explored that. Like, oh God, I'll never get over that. But like, just, I don't know. Tom. Like the, right? God damn it. Like, that you makes didn't me even angry. plan for the possibility yeah, of. Yeah, that you would lose. 
I don't know. And I'm not, I'm, I think in your, in your like inside of you, in your heart as a player, as a competitor, like if you want to believe that there's no way that you're going to lose, then like, fine, that's great. Yeah, you but should. Like, you should be confident. Making decisions that people can look at externally and decipher that you are that confident that like there's just no possible way that you lose this game is just like you're just asking for it yeah it's real it's tough it makes them like hard it's i don't know i have a hard time like like i obviously wanted them to win and like i want them to continue to succeed but it's like man you guys are just fucking pricks yeah sometimes (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) you're making it hard to like you literally though it's like fuck don't we all have friends like that yeah shit (laughs) do we ever god damn it I want to be a friend. Now all of our friends that are listening are like, is that me? Are they talking about me? I think it's, me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not you. It's not you people. So I want to get your opinion on two things at okay. least. Oh. One is uh, over the last week while you were island hopping in mm-hmm. the in the Pacific, mm. uh, we had offensive corner Josh McDaniels, who was the presumed next head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, uh, renege on that deal and come back. To New England as the offensive coordinator. Yeah. Much to the chagrin of the Colts organization. <laughs> who I'm not sad Hilariously, about that. the GM, I forget his name, said in the at the end of his press conference, he was like, the rivalry's back on. And like oh, walked okay. up. It's like, all right, dude. You can make the playoffs, man. Like, oh why don't you God. fucking get your shit together first? Yeah. You worry about yourself. <laughs> oh, I didn't know he said that. Which is funny. It's funny. I'm glad he thinks so. But the rivalry's back he on. He said head coachless. Yeah. Quarterbackless. Right. Okay. Anyways. Let me know how Andrew Luck's shoulder comes along and then we can talk about a rivalry. Yeah. So anyways, I want your opinion on the rug pull from Josh McDaniels. I like it. Do you? <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> I'm like laughing maniacally. <laughs> I like anything that fucks the Colts. I, I was Okay, so you're on that I, you're well, one of those. First of all, I didn't think it was a good move for him career-wise if i was going to give him advice sure on to go to the colts he struggled with the broncos you could say that right hashtag tim Jibo. Mm-hmm. and i feel like he was putting himself in another bad situation with the colts because they are notoriously a organization that has made bad decisions with quarterback shit show yeah, and like they had when they had Peyton Manning, obviously like Peyton and Dungy, they were it was a pretty right. buttoned up organization. But since yeah. then, they've been like turning and burning GMs. They've been turning over coaches. Andrew Luck is supposed to be the new face of the franchise, and I think he could be, but they've very poorly managed like his injury, and so you don't know what you're gonna get from him when he comes back. Mm-hmm. And it could have left Josh in a position to have to pick another quarterback. And, and you kind of get you kind of get like two chances at head coaching, right? And For so some it, of these guys who are really good coordinators, right? You get a whack, and if you screw it up at first, it's you like you can rebuild. It's like first round draft picks, right? right? Like it's if you suck, Charlie you, Weiss thing, right? 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 Like, you get a couple chances, right? I think that wouldn't have been the right move for him. It wasn't a strong enough organization to even carry him through. If they needed to go through a rebuild, I don't think he would have even had the time to. They wouldn't have given him the time to right. actually do that. And then what happened? But do you think what? So if you're Josh McDaniels, yeah, how do you? How does that like reflect on your reputation across the league? Well, I feel no. like everybody hates him now. <laughs> yeah, it's not from that perspective. It's not great. No, terrible. <laughs> because yeah, you've limited yourself a little bit there. Oh, he's like a fucking slippery little well, rat at this point. Same. At least his, everyone his... kept comparing it to Bill Belichick walking out on the Jets. Right, which at the time, I mean, I don't know. That was a long time ago, but yeah. 
I can't imagine he was held in very high regard. No, I don't think that he but was. But I also think a lot of people blamed Parcells for that situation. So he had like an out there. I guess. But <laughs> I disagree with you, by the way. I think Why? I think Indy was the perfect place for Josh oh, McDaniel. Oh, God, no. I, I think that would have been Why? fucking great. Because I think you get one. He would have walked into an organization that is basically just has done nothing right over the last couple of years. So like, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't give him like lots of control. You know, like how, wh- how much worse, yeah, can but it they be? how much worse can it be over there? And he's got one of the best. I mean, he's got a first round draft, like first overall pick and Andrew luck at his disposal who like should still, in, in spite of all these injuries or whatever, like should still be a serviceable court. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to be great, but like, I don't know. Could he be like, Carson Palmer or something like that? Like, could he be like a, a, a starting quarterback in the league who like belongs? Sure. I, I think easily Maybe. he could. But he could also end up like a, you know, RG3. Oh, I was just about to say RG3. Yeah, he could be that Fine too. Raiders. He could totally be that. Yeah, but I can't mean, come back from the injuries. I just don't know if I'm trying to think of like teams across the league that need a head coach and also have like a lot of talent already at the quarterback position. I don't know. I can't really think of any. I think it would have been perfect. Also, do you want Josh McDaniels to be the next head coach of the Patriots? No. Yeah, me neither. Right. So I didn't think it was the right move for him. I'm like talking on both sides of my mouth now because I actually don't want him to. Well, the thing be... is, taking him as the offensive coordinator back, Great. the Patriots lose no nothing. No problem. The Patriots lose sure. nothing in the short term. In the long term, if this means that He's if, the if Robert Kraft made a deal with Josh McDaniels saying, hey, fuck the Colts, come back here. You'll be the OC for the next couple of years. Like, I got it from a good source i.e bill <laughs> i know that bill's gonna retire in the next two three however many years maybe even this year who knows right and like you'll be the next guy like if that's the wink not agreement then like i fear for the patriots long term short term whatever josh is back as the oc great let's work on that trick play where danny throws the ball yeah let's work on brady's catching skills um so whatever but like yeah i don't want him to be the next head coach i don't think he's a good head coach everybody fucking hates him too you hear all these stories now coming out about how like He's yeah. kind of a prick. He like didn't call people back. Or yeah, that dude. I've, but I can't get over how much I liked all the tweets just about the Colts getting screwed. Like, I guess they're feeling a little deflated. Yeah, but how long is that feeling <laughs> going to... How long is that going to... In my heart, <laughs> a long time. Will that nourish really you for the next, like, 10 years? Helped me get over some of the Super Bowl hurdles that I was facing. Okay, I see. It's a coping mechanism. Yeah, I just like to see someone else getting parked on the other side too Honestly, and if that, it could be the Colts like yeah good fuck you too I think <laughs> I think you speak for a large segment of the Patriots population a Patriots fan population that really just needed a win yeah, and we're yeah, viewing yeah. we're viewing like the shitty pretty ob- like objectively like what Josh did was oh, pretty yeah, shitty I know. we're viewing if, like, like the Harbaugh did it shysty we'd be like, actions yeah, yeah we're viewing the shysty actions of the offensive coordinator as like Put it in the wind column, bitch. <laughs> Fuck the Colts. Like, what? Come on. Windy <laughs> sucks. Yeah. Rivalry's back, bitches. Deflate this, bitch. Yeah. I saw a lot of tweets about that. Mm. I just liked it. <laughs> if that's what makes you happy, then, you know, it did. that's great. It really did. All right. Topic number two. Yeah. And I feel like you might be going in totally blind on this one. Oh. <laughs> which is great. Rob Gronkowski. I'm familiar. Was asked, yeah, he's the big, big <laughs> galoot at tight end. Uh, was asked in uh, post game at the Super Bowl whether he was considering retirement. His response was, "I don't know how you heard that," which was oh. a little strange. Uh, there was a tweet during the game that was like, 
I don't know, maybe Gronk's going to retire. So he wasn't like a, ready for this question, it didn't seem. So he says, uh, I don't know how you heard that, blah, blah, blah. and then there's been rumors ever since over the last week that he is considering retirement to become either or both a WWE wrestler. Yes, I'm into that. Or apparently he's like buddies with uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Sylvester Stallone, and they're trying to convince him to be like a Hollywood like action star. Discuss. <laughs> Oh my god. That's yeah, a lot, right? That's a lot to take in. So he's like 20, I think he's 28 or 29. He's had like a shitload of surgeries yeah. on like important stuff like the back. back. He's the had back. like three or four back the surgeries arm, since that arm injury he had a The punch. arm is a thing. I'm more concerned about the back though. I mean, obviously he's had a, a, a I'm assuming like dozens of concussions throughout his life. Yeah. Most notably the one that he got popped with yep. in the AFC Championship game. Um apparently considering retirement and wants to go grease himself up and fly around a WWE ring. Well, I think if you're trying to avoid injury and concussion, WWE is probably not the place to go. Yeah, I don't I wonder I wonder it, what the numbers are Well, that are. it goes a little more under the radar, but I actually feel like some of that CTE stuff is happening more with wrestlers than even with football players. I don't know about you look at like more. that Chris Benoit story? Yeah, I feel like there's drugs a, were a factor a the, there. Yeah, steroids are certainly a factor. You don't think that's happening in the NFL, too? Well, I didn't say that. Oh, okay. Excuse me. <laughs> and also, I said drugs. Oh. There's different types. Some make you strong. Some make you crazy. <laughs> no, he was found to have CTE. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway. So what are we talking we about? We don't know what we're talking about, right? <laughs> no, I just think like if you're looking to avoid injury and concussion... I wouldn't look towards right. wrestling right. as right. like the safety spot right. there. I think it is safer though than uh, the NFL. Well, I, there's less actual hitting, yeah. I guess. Yeah, but I feel I like if you're know. gonna get injured in the WWE, like something has to like go wrong. I'm not saying it doesn't, but just yeah. like someone's got to not like do the thing that you talked about or like something. I don't know. In football, it's like that's like the goal, right? Kill it's, the guy. Yeah, you right. know, hit the guy, hurt the guy. How do you feel about him as a movie star? I'd like to see him put together, you know, two coherent sentences in a row. <laughs> then we can talk about like his options as a movie star. Yeah, I mean, we've he, all seen the Dunkin' Donuts ads. Yeah, they're not great. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's got the chops for like, you know, reading out loud. I like, mean, I'm not saying he's like an Stallone. idiot. He wasn't always great. Joke. Yeah, but at least Sylvester Stallone was like an actor first. Yeah, and like a beefed up Jack guy second. I, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess. I just am not, no. I don't think Gronk's going to make it in Hollywood. Me neither. I also think the com the comparisons to The Rock are like foolish. Yeah, The Rock personally. is like charismatic and charming. And he always and was. Smart yeah, yeah. And like, I, yeah, he can a give a great interview and like carry a conversation and bring people into things. I'm not going to go see a movie because Rob Gronkowski is giggling at six the number 69 and like throwing himself onto the ground like, yeah that's not no. gonna win me over right i think he, uh, yeah i don't think any sort of acting career would be anything if he was gonna retire to why hold out why wouldn't you just announce it what are you waiting for it's a good question you know he's like he's like the third or fourth highest paid tight end in the league which is crazy oh i did not know that yeah it's like it's uh who was it it was like jimmy graham Ertz, Fucking travis Ertz. kelsey i think got more oh, and jordan reed dick all get paid more as a tight end than Gronk, which is like insane. Do you know who the highest player and pay, highest paid player in the league is now? I uh I don't. 
just oh, it's Jimmy G. <laughs> I was like, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> this is not breaking oh, news. Oh God, yeah, Breaks we could do a whole heart. fucking side episode on Jimmy G. Talk about a lost Super Bowl Fifty Three, Pats Niners. Oh God, I'd be cheering for Jimmy. I'd I think be for Jimmy. I don't know why. I just feel like I have to. <laughs> I feel- <laughs> so we're cheering for Jimmy against Josh McDaniels, but we're glad he stayed. Right. Uh, it's a lot of complicated stuff. Weird deep. year. Totally it's weird not, year for yeah, the Patriots. Yeah, it was weird. I didn't like any of it. Did you watch two Bills? No, not yet. Oh, man. I'm Come on! I've been you there. spent like a total of like 25 hours on a plane. There's no Wi-Fi. Okay. I could only watch what okay. they Plan. presented me Plan with. Plan your life. No. <laughs> I, I will not. You can't make me. All right. I well, should watch it. We should do a side episode on the two Bills. You should watch it. That's true. Uh, I thought this would make me feel better, but it doesn't. It does not make me feel better. It's making me depressed again and angry again. And now I'm going to have to go through my whole healing process. Um, Anything funny, like McDaniel's just jerking the Colts around. It's so tough. To lighten the mood. It's like, it's. you mentioned it earlier, is that like, it feels like a disappointment losing the Super Bowl, which outside of the immediate aftermath of the loss, it really shouldn't be viewed that way. Like getting to a Super Bowl and losing is not... Right. A failed season. But as Patriots fans, you know, we said this during the both weeks, probably that it's like it's like they play a two or sometimes three game season. Right. Where like we're, we're just so as fans, we're just so accustomed to making the playoffs and getting the bye and doing the thing. That's like the regular season is like perfunctory. Right. It's something to do on a Sunday, but you don't. And then you live get to and the die by it necessarily because yeah. you know what the outcome is going to be. And the first round of the playoffs is also somewhat perfunctory. There's right. been like two times throughout the last 18 years where the Pats have gotten popped in the divisional round. There was that Ravens game and the Jets game, like in consecutive years, mind you. So yeah. like that was a little funky time period for them. But like, but you're, still you're basically looking the at playoffs. the AFC championship. You, you, right. No matter what AFC championship Seven game. Seven years in a row, we've been in the Probably AFC at home. You know? And then you, yes, yeah, so you're really looking at the AFC championship game and the Super Bowl as the two that matter. And you can get like geeked That's up your and season. excited. That's your whole season. You know, fucking wild. lose one. Wild. It's dumb. At least we didn't lose to Jacksonville. That would have been tough. That would have been terrible. Don't even talk bad, about though. that. Losing to Philly with Nick Foles, your you know goddamn worse? quarterback. You know, I would have actually. What's worse ra- is that they probably all had fucking ice cream parties after. I would, <laughs> oh, my God. Don't get me You're started You're making me so that. angry again. <laughs> I would have actually rather they lost to Jacksonville. You know why? Have you ever met a Jacksonville Jaguars fan? No. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> it's like you would never have to hear about it. It would be like losing to I don't know. It'd be losing. It'd be like losing to like space aliens. Yeah. Like who are who's rooting for them? Okay. Way to go panhandle. They came down from fucking space and really rocked our shit. But now they're gone, and we never have to hear about it again. Nobody cares. No one's talking about it. Yeah. All right, let's get to some other stuff. Quick, fast. Yeah, I just want to quickly give people maybe a little snippet of what's to come. So we'll do looking at the other three teams in town right now. You got the Celtics, obviously. Yeah. Got the Bruins. Yeah. And then you got the Red Sox spring training and starting pitchers and catchers reported today as we record. For sure. What team are you most pumped about? Boston Bruins, bar none. Interesting. Why? Well, just in terms of outperforming expectation. Oh, okay. I expected the Celtics to be exactly where they are, which is like contending for first place in the Eastern Conference in the NBA with the Cavs, which is exactly what they're doing. The Bruins 
thought they were going to suck. A lot of people thought they were going to suck. Yes. I thought this was the type of year that only the hardcore fucking puckheads cared about, where yeah. it's like a bunch of randos. You're basically watching like Providence Plus, yeah. you know, like the eight dollar tickets on StubHub. Seriously, old school guy. They're man. nasty. Like they're great. They're yeah. like a couple points out of first place in the fucking NHL. It's wild. Yeah. And the other, go ahead. No, I was gonna say they way overkicked their coverage. It seems like hell yeah they so did so far this season. And there was a little bit of goalie controversy at the beginning between Tuca and then Hudobin. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, yeah, there was a little, a little bit. But the thing uh, is, fucking Bruce Cassidy, who's the head coach, yeah. who, if we all remember, around this time last year, they fired Claude Julian on parade day. Yep. of the Pats. So <laughs> we don't get one of those this year. No, we sure don't. Talk about bearing the lead. Good move, Bruins. Yeah, they got a lot of heat for it at the time. I know, but it was smart now. Um, anyway. And over the last year, like what I've seen from the Bruins is like unlike anything I'd ever th- I ever thought I would see from the Bruins. They fucking score uh, goals yeah. regularly. It's unbelievable. Yeah, and that was <laughs> always the thing under Claude Julian. Oh, is you were like, God. my God, puck in the net, puck in the oh, net. One I thought they- goal. Or play like a bunch of bruisers and stop the other team from doing it. They were like middling for, for a so while. Long. They were unable to do not uh, either. So the Bruins are like the the talent that has shown through <laughs> on the roster. Like you didn't know that these guys were as good as they're playing right now. Yeah. Like Patrice Bergeron looks fucking incredible this season. Brad Marchand looks like a legit NHL superstar. Like. It's awesome. I, 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 I watch them now, even a year later. Because at, at first when they fired Claude, it was like, they get a little like, you know, sugar sure. high. New new coach, like, oh my God, yeah. what the oh, fuck is going to happen? Yeah. And he like totally let the fucking reins off and just like let them play. And like that has actually worked. And they haven't gotten any worse defensively. Like their goals against is like just is basically the same. Their plus minus is much better. Like they're not, they're not just like this run and gun hair on fire team that lets in a ton of goals, but also scores a ton of goals, yeah. you know? Anyways, do you think Bruce awesome. Cassidy just has a looser style? Well, looser in a sense. I think he he what something I actually love about Bruce Cassidy is he like calls players out. Like he like called out Tuukka Rask. Like he was like, yeah, we need we need better play from the goaltender. Like he'll, he'll like put players on blast. He'll bench people for like yeah. a game. Claude would be, the, the other thing is Claude would he fucking hated young guys and he seemed to hate talent. Yeah, he would bury people. All, all he wanted to do, uh, he wanted a whole team of like Rich Peverly and and Rich oh, Kelly God. to yeah. Chris Kelly rather to like grind in the corners, dump and chase, and just like I don't know what the strategy Run the was clock there. Out? I don't. I never could figure out what they win were doing. Win battles, like, I guess. You, who cares? D to D. Not how you win the game. Yeah, you. He liked to play between the blue lines, and it's like yeah. You, the net has to be a part of your strategy. You have to score goals. Claude. You have to score goals. Goddamn. So. Yeah, it's crazy that we're still mad about Claude Julian a year later, especially <laughs> when he's gone to the, he's went, he went to the Canadians and is in the just it's still failing it up, miserably. Sucking like, it up. The Canadians right are the weirdest team because they'll only hire a coach that can speak French. Oh, it's so awesome! So they really talk about arrogant franchises. Themselves. They like invented uh, yeah. franchise wide arrogance. The Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> they sure did. Goddamn floppers. So I'm all jacked up to talk bees. Okay, I'm pumped. Number two. I can't wait to learn about the kids. Yeah. Bunch I feel of randos. Like I'm way behind. It's gonna be great. Like it. We, you and everybody else, and me too. It's yeah, all we'll good. start talking about them. We'll educate you all. Yeah, <laughs> somewhat. In the two hole, Celtics. Your Boston Celtics. It's gotta be. Celtics are on a nice little tear this year. I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago in our bonus episode. We did do the bonus episode, the, the catch up. Yeah, you know Hayward went down, and everyone was like, "Oh shit!" Oh, fuck. Like now what? And talk about kids coming up, like. 
Rozier and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. I yeah. was like that other guy's name I can't think of. <laughs> hey, oh. Right. Like all of a sudden contributing and like having minutes and really getting out there and finding their game. Um, and I think they were expected to do really well. That Hayward injury happened day one. Everyone was like, sky is falling. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do now? And they've kind of kept the burners on and like found a way to be competitive. Yeah. And I think uh, in the recent weeks, it's gotten a little dicey. Yeah. Jalen, uh, uh, I always flip their names. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have like sort of, they kind of come back down to earth yeah. a little bit. They've Kyrie Irving had like a knee injury or had like a, a thigh injury, something like that. So it like, they were sort of in the dog days of the season right now, like right around the all-star break. Like it hasn't been a you fucking expect meteor. expect that to happen. And we talked about like they have played so many games early in the season. They got their ass beat by the Cavs on that uh, Paul Pierce No, and it should have been a real barn burner of a game. Like if you were ever going to be on a high where you win, it's like Paul Pierce is getting his number retired. Yeah. Showing you probably all of his stab wounds. Like if that doesn't get you <laughs> jacked up, I don't know what will. <laughs> too soon yeah i think well uh a friend of ours yeah bill george of the uh should i go see it should i go see it podcast was at this game bought a ticket one ticket to go to the game and he he mentioned to me that it's actually appropriate that they got blown out blown off the floor on paul pierce jersey night because that's the type of game that was the only type of game for the majority of paul pierce's (laughs) career as a celtic so uh, they did it for him. Yeah. That's nice. Do it for Paul. Nice. Play like it's the 90s. The Celtics <laughs> need to slow their roll on the number retirement, though. I'm 100% in agreement with Paul Pierce. Like, yeah, put When you there, think of sure. Celtics in the past 25 years, mm-hmm. no one you know, embodies that more than Paul Pierce. Right. But, like, they got so many numbers in the rafters, Tons, they're going to so run many. out of rafters. Like, you should know <laughs> my, my, like... Uh, standard. My standard, yeah, thank you, is... Like a normal person should know the guy's name. Yeah, that's like a sort of a loose litmus test. When you of look like, at the number, yeah, you should know who you it's associated know it with. To. See, I think that's a good one, but I feel like if you didn't ever watch that person, like I couldn't tell you what number Bill Russell was. Oh yeah, you okay. know what I'm saying. Yeah, but see. like the if name Bill Russell, you're like, yeah, it's Bill Russell. Like, like yeah. you should know a regular old Larry Bird. dickhead off the street Got should it. know the guy's name. Like, yeah. That's like a good filter to use, I think, for jersey retirement. I look at it like David Ortiz. Totally. Like I see 34 in Fenway Park. I know it's David Ortiz. Yeah, but you watch but him play also, and he's a contemporary now. Right. So like, right. okay. Like I couldn't tell you fucking I don't know Louis Tian's number. I don't even know if Louis Tian's number is retired. I think it's 41. 41? Yeah, don't fact check Maybe. that. I have no idea. Whatever. Right. You're right. The point is, we're blasting the Celtics right now. <laughs> the point is they retire too many numbers. Yeah, and it's crazy. We've been hearing some chatter this week about potentially putting oh, KG God, no, up there, number no, five, no, Garnett. No, no, no. Stop Love it. you. Love him. I yeah. got, I, oh, that's one of the very few jerseys I own is Kevin Garnett. And that's Love a great him. way to hang memorialize him. Yeah, yeah, right. You hang it in your room. We don't need to hang it in the garden. He was great. He won a championship. But For sure. like that can't be the standard by you which we retire. You can't somebody. just take the whole starting lineup of a championship yeah. team and retire the numbers. You have to have been important to the organization. The Pats are going to get to a point like that pretty soon here. They're start. They're already starting to deal with it in like the Hall of Fame, the Patriots Hall of Fame. Yeah. That is of like. They're running into all these great players yeah, retiring like, at the same like time. They're like up against the risk of like letting way too many people in, like just because they were on championship teams. Yeah. And when you have a run like that, which is what we want all of our teams mm-hmm. to have, you're going to end up with too many people and too many numbers. And like people are going to be out there wearing like, oh, there's, you know, 68. Steve Brown, yeah. <laughs> he's number 1,422. Yeah, the triple digits. Yeah, like the front yeah, and the back like have the different cool numbers. numbers. Of their, you know? <laughs> it's a wraparound. Yeah. 
Uh, okay. And then in last place. In in the hearts and minds of the people of New England, I think that's true. Which is, what's the Re- Boston Red Sox? In case you didn't figure out. We're right. not talking about We're the not, revolution. Not We're not getting revs. crazy here. Uh, which, you know, when I compare that to my childhood, mm. what a turn of events. Right. For pitchers and catchers to report today and for me to be like vaguely aware of it and not have seen truck day on the news yeah. and like blasted everywhere shows how far the mighty have fallen as some of the other more fast paced, exciting sports have, you know, picked up and yeah. been good for, you know, more than a blip on the radar. Right. It's funny because it shows that like winning is certainly an important thing, but like it's not the only thing because the yeah. Sox have been generally good. They've won yeah. two straight division titles and have made the playoffs for two years in a row now, maybe three, at least two. Um, I couldn't and that. you know, they're a good team. Like they don't suck. The thought that they suck is like, just not, yeah. not accurate. They're but, just like, not likable. They just got no buzz and the little bit of buzz that they do or did have at least last year is like not good. Not the type of buzz you want, like feuding between the manager and the players yeah. and, and then, like, nothing happened. I, I, And I don't want, like, big controversy to happen, right? But I feel like you can get excited about the Celtics because they signed big names right. in the offseason. The and you're Red, like, Red Sox have Damn. done literally nothing this yeah. whole offseason. They, they signed one player. Do you know who it was? No. They re-signed Mitch Moreland, your first baseman. Mm, Mitch there Moreland. you go. That's all they did. That's literally the only thing they did. Pedroia's out with an injury. So, yeah. like, who's playing second base? I couldn't tell you because they're like going in without a second baseman right now. Is that De- is that Dever? I don't know. I don't know. I'm so well. Out there's of Nune- baseball. Nunez. Nunez. He, no, they haven't signed him. No, that's what I was saying. Eduardo they didn't Nunez. sign him. Yeah, I actually liked him a lot. He was a fucking gamer at yeah. the end of the year last year. But yeah, I mean, spring training for the Sox is upon us. I hope they. I mean, I don't know. I was bummed out that they didn't sign Giancarlo Stanton, mostly because I wanted to buy that jersey. <laughs> Uh, the entire Stanton family, uh, yeah, my Stanton family, yeah. that is to say, yeah. was very disappointed oh, when they John went Carlos to the fucking yeah. Yankees. That is the worst part, is that the team that made big moves, this is like your point about, okay, if you're going to lose, lose to the Jaguars, because who the fuck cares? <laughs> like, okay, if the Padres had signed right. Stanton, it's like be that, like, that uh, Showway, whatever, I'm not even going to attempt his name, that, the uh, Japanese, Japanese pitcher, pitcher. Yeah. He went to the Angels. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, okay cool. whatever. See on our West Coast swing, yeah. but like, meh. and we might not even. We could miss it. Yeah, Giancarlo Stanton going to the Yankees was definitely kicking the balls, kicking the teeth, especially because fucking Derek Jeter is the one that traded him there. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, think there was some home cooking yeah, going on. You think maybe <laughs> take your pinstripes off? You own the Marlins now, you dick. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, uh, that's tough. I think the Yankees are going to be really good. Aaron Judge and Aaron Giancarlo Judge. Stanton. What else do you need to know? You can mm-hmm. build your whole roster around that. Yeah. That's you got that's bruisers me. in the middle, and that was always a huge part of like the red sox success was when you had poppy and manny yeah like that's that's you can't like pitch around you them. have the hardest thing to find in baseball twice yeah or at least offensively right you know we'll see how their pitching holds up yeah. this year because i love me some chris sale though speaking of pitching for the Sox. oh yeah he's, he's a fucking wacko like it. yeah <laughs> uh he's like Papelbon, but good <laughs> oh <laughs> you yeah got a little crazy in his eye uh yeah he i like that guy that goddamn dropkick murphy song every time no he doesn't um, which is for the better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At the time, that was cool. Oh, it was awesome. It was badass. 2007. But now it's that like... That was dope. Okay. I hear that song and I'm like, all right, turn it off. Yeah, I hear that. For a time, I heard that song and I was like, Papelbon's about to blow the game. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes a run. You're going like, to de- You're like yelling at the guy at second. You're going to make it home. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
Fuck. Anyway. So they should be, I don't know, remotely interesting to watch. I'm nervous Uh, about Alex Cora as a manager. Me too. First time manager, played for the team, has a lot of connections, I feel like, with the team and the front office in weird ways. Yeah. I just feel like that what the what the Red Sox need is a manager who's gonna like keep him on the fucking stick. And yeah. what they got was a like friendly players coach, nice guy. Hey guys, let's just relax and have fun and play yeah, baseball. Like they got that guy. Yeah. Which most like ex player, you know, younger managers are. And that's sure, the only way that they, they can communicate. They right. can't be like hardcore disciplinarian types because right. you know, they just can't they can't pull off that shtick. Well, we'll see what happens with them. Okay, I look forward to talking about uh, other sports with you, Melissa. That's going to be great. Yeah, I look forward to talking to you, too. If these people thought we didn't know anything about football... Just wait. They haven't seen anything yet. Just wait. Uh, But until then, if you have some thoughts you want to share, you can follow us on Twitter at TitletownCast. We're also available on Instagram and Facebook, both at TitletownCast. The big three, if you will. Yeah. I mean, we're not getting into anything stupid like Snapchat. No, no, no. I don't know how to use that. Right. You can also uh, check us out on GuyBostonSports.com. Uh, you can also give them a follow at GuyBostonSports on mm-hmm. Twitter. Yeah, and you can rate and review on iTunes. You sure can. And you know what? Most importantly, tell a friend. Yeah, tell your buddies. Share the love. Tell your buddies. That's all we're asking. All right. Jesus. Glad you're back from vacation, Melissa. I'm back. <laughs> Even though it wasn't a vacation from this because I made you call in and do it anyways. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I, can, <laughs> vacation I literally phoned the, it the in. the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah. All right. See ya later.